Welcome to Tabletop. My name is Nick, and I think that fudging dice rolls is totally okay. Hey, it's me, Franco, and rolling for initiative sucks. I'm Daniel, and I think you should modify your first level characters as much as you want. And I'm Shade, and if your TTRPG hasn't evolved into a LARP, you've done it wrong. And we all host Tabletop, a TTRPG podcast about all things games and storytelling. And sometimes we have game designers, professional researchers, and even the occasional owlbear. If this interests you, listen to Tabletop every Monday, wherever you get your podcasts. Tabletop is a proud member of the Helios Network. In this episode of Negative Modifier, we'll be playing the game Delta Green. Delta Green, by design, tackles various mature themes that may be uncomfortable or triggering for listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, it's Charlie, Negative Modifier's Game Master. First off, thank you for giving us a listen. As always, expect something horrible to happen to the players. If you're a fan, support us by leaving a review on iTunes. If you hate the show, Consider doing it anyway and enjoying the fact that you've inflicted us on someone else. For the most up-to-date news on the podcast, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. And with that... So, setting up this rave is going to take some time and some resources. Thankfully, you have all of the potentially literal blood money from tranche so we're gonna kind of hand wave the next couple discs and this all set up just to kind of speed along we have to go through every event for it for better or worse florence's skills and computers are high enough that she can definitely set up something that appeals to the raving culture if you will this is a down and dirty what's the right phrase underground rave like the the jankier the better in some ways like also to kind of line all of this stuff up any special details you want as part of this i guess like are you gonna try and scope out the address that you were given for this place beforehand or just kind of pick a place near it and we'll set up there. I think we were going to have the rave in a nearby location. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, do you want to try and like run some observation in the area? Oh, for sure. Yeah. I'd, I'd go during like daylight hours and definitely not go to the exact location, but be nearby and kind of get a general idea. And then obviously yeah. look it up on Google maps and things like that. Yeah. So this has a similar effect where on Google Maps you can't find it, but also places condemned. Like, it hasn't been quite as thoroughly scrubbed off of the internet as the uh, Reese residence was. But, yeah, like you can find this place pretty easy. It doesn't hurt to look at this place like the Reese residence did. It's a little bit strange, potentially. But, yeah, it's a five-story kind of old kind of apartment-look building, kind of warehouse. Like, it was probably a warehouse at one point that was converted to housing and then a big chunk of the roof caved in. It has a lot of damage on the building. The surrounding buildings around it are also not in the greatest condition. Arguably perfect for a rave, also not so bad for surveillance. And more importantly, though, it's really hard to miss the graffiti. Like, it's quite all over the place. Foxtrot, you'd be smart enough to know that it's not necessarily in good locations for surveillance. It's more almost like gang tagging of sorts, like claiming land might be, or claiming turf might be the correct interpretation of how this stuff is set up. But also, no one's spray painting over it. It's on top of anything it was on top of type of situation. And uh, former Detective Weathers was not lying. Being around these pieces of graffiti is kind of uncomfortable. You feel like you're being watched, not in a security camera way necessarily, but definitely in a you feel like something has its eye or eyes upon you, if you will. But yeah, so you observe. I'm assuming you kind of observe the address for a couple of days before you kind of get to set the rave in motion. Yes. So I definitely want to get a good look if there are any other, like, I mean, obviously then the graffiti and everything else, but there were there any security cameras in any of the neighboring buildings? Considering no, like, it's all pretty much abandoned at this point. This is 
the fact that someone is allegedly living in this building is a a variety of health and safety code violations and be surprising because it's a bad part of Fairhill, which is already a not great part of Philadelphia. Okay. So I guess another question, I think you had mentioned, uh, I don't know if you'd mentioned it specifically, but that exact building, does it have a similar effect where like, if you try to look at what the, where the address is supposed to be, you can't look at it. You can look at it, but you can't find it online. Okay. I can actually, but it's like, it's not like the house we went to where it yeah. like hurt to look at it. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. I think of other stuff to like observe before we move forward with it. Yeah, perhaps Firestarter should drive around and find some of the best like escape routes, you know, uh, via car. I want to survey the area and I want to like be able to make an actionable plan as to this is our point of entry when the um, rave starts and this is where we could put our car for the getaway just because I want to make sure that like especially with a crowded area, we're not stashing the getaway car in some place that can't be moved. Yeah, you got plenty of alleys you can hide this car in if you so wish. Yeah, that's not the hard part, I guess, is the way of thinking about it. Is anyone doing active surveillance on the building itself? I mean, I would, obviously, as part of my yeah. whole thing. I'm not going to go in there blind, so whatever I can see, like... Yeah, I'm sort of doing from across the street, kind of like a police watch type of situation. Like it's truly a stakeout, if you will. Yes, yeah, yeah. very, very, like... As close as comfortably possible without possibly setting off anything or like being obvious that like I'm watching this area. Yeah, you have no good way of gauging that necessarily, but you have experience with this. You're pretty sure you're doing this covertly enough. At the same time, you do establish that at least one person definitely lives there. You see the occasional silhouette of a person in a window. And despite the fact that as best you can tell, the building should not have power. The building definitely has power. Okay. You see a variety of lamps, maybe you hear music one night coming from it. Yeah, you, you hear and kind of see enough to visually confirm and auditorily confirm that you successfully confirm someone or something is taking residence there. Gotcha. It's a five-story building, and the living or kind of motion you've noticed seems to happen on the bottom three floors. Quite obviously, the roof has caved in pretty substantially. You'd guess without kind of getting too close or getting a good angle on it, it's probably caved in through the top two stories. Potentially. Okay. Are there any major gas lines that run into that building that are still functioning? Hypothetically, yes. In being able to test it, no. We could go into the other buildings, though, right? Because those aren't, of, like, they don't have any of that eye graffiti in the other buildings. It's just that building, right? The eye graffiti is on the, are various buildings around the area. I guess what I'm saying uh, is that, okay. like, it's infrastructure. In theory, it has a gas hookup. Whether or not the gas hookup is functional it's probably shut off because the building is condemned, but also that's not stopping the building from having power, which it definitely shouldn't have if it's condemned. Yeah. So this is how I was thinking this was going to play out. Firestarter was going to use his leverage in the nightlife community because his boyfriend is the owner of a very prominent bar in L.A. And so with using those connections, I would like to try to set up just kind of like, all right, cool. Let's maybe have this be kind of like not just a plan to have like this rave that's kind of like Firefest of Philadelphia, but like actually throw like a rave rave over there. I was also going to see if I could use those connections to glean as much possible information and from any kind of rumors about DJ Essence Muncher, just because like local DJ communities, they've got to know something maybe. But ideally, 
I wanted to see if there was going to be any way to set up pyrotechnics to maybe even like, hey, oops, the adjacent building caught on fire and now the person has to, what's it called, get flushed out. I would not contact your boyfriend. We were suspicious of him being... Oh, no, 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 no. We're not contacting him. I'm just going to use his name. Uh, yeah, but if you bring his name into it, that like people would be like, oh, this dude's boyfriend is setting up. And if the rumor hits him, then our covers. There's ways where it's just like, oh, yeah, no, like I'm I'm from here or whatever the heck we could talk about because like they're not going to worry about they're not going to try to contact him because I'm there or let's just kind of keep this. a Let's kind of keep this a surprise, maybe. I don't know. I thought that's probably a stretch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. I'm thinking that if even if like nobody mentioned it, if like the cop showed up to talk about an arson or something and someone says that like, oh, this rave was set up by this dude's boyfriend, then you're That's true. Okay. All right. But if anything, without mentioning um the boyfriend then, because like character knowledge, I still don't know that. Or I'd still assume that like yeah, your suspicions. Suspicions, but I have nothing founded. I'm still familiar enough with nightlife that I could probably get this done. Probably. Give me a persuade check on this one. All things persuade. It's kind of my better better option. 95% failure. Maybe we'll be successful at this. Maybe you won't be. Like They're going to set something up. How legit it winds up being remains to be totally seen, if that makes any sense. A good overnight rave is not born at night. Do you mind if I move into the slush fund? Because money can be quite persuasive. Well, if we just take time, because we're going to take a couple days to do it, we can just get it done. Oh, yeah. I think Charlie already said that we can basically just get it done. We just yeah. need time. Okay. Yeah. But part of the rave, we should advertise it to be like, wear as much LED as possible. You know, the brighter yeah. you are, the better. Yeah. No, definitely. As much LEDs as possible. And then that way, you know, we, we blend in perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a glow rave. We could get like laser lights or we could hopefully find someone to set up laser lights. Anything that kind of distract it. I mean, hell, if we wanted to do like anti-paparazzi socialist rave, we could absolutely do like a counter-protest anti-surveillance rave. Uh, that feels a little on the nose for the rave. I think just LED. Keep it simple. Mm-hmm. And yeah, don't. Uh, if you want to get as many people as possible, don't don't make it a political rave. In the time leading up to this, do we can we heal up? Ah, uh, yeah, you can probably spend some time healing up through this. I'll let you heal 1d4 just kind of naturally through all of this. And can I make some more Elder Shots? Yeah. I would like to use my craft electrician and mechanics to make incendiary rounds if I could. Or, like, I should know how to make incendiary rounds, right? Not necessarily. That's chemistry. That's bullet making. That's uh, art unto itself. Can I make simple firebombs? Firebombs, yeah. You have explosive skills, don't you? Yes. Yeah, that's easy enough to do. Let's talk about the myth of incendiary rounds versus the reality of incendiary rounds. They don't work. Like, dragon breath rounds look cool, but they're not actually all that effective. Yeah, they're they're to break morale rather than... Yeah. For me, I was thinking, like, anything that could probably cause sparks or whatever the heck, if this is a condemned building, it's ready to go. Yeah. Like, plan B or anything else like that was to smoke them out or whatnot, because if I somebody's living there... that you're thinking in West Coast condemned, East Coast condemns um, more frequently brick. Ah, uh, okay. Maybe you could stir up some makeshift napalm, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely. I, could, I, I absolutely know how to make that. 70% in demolitions, baby. Yeah, and that's, 
again, you got enough time. You're not rushed. You can just kind of do this stuff. As long as there's no reason I'm going to say yes to a bunch of this stuff. So what I would like to do in the meantime, since everybody else is doing all that and I've been doing my surveillance, do we have access to any other types of guns? Like, I know we have the SMGs, but I kind of want to see if I can find some, like, rifles, like assault rifles or something. I mean, you can try and track something down for that. Like, you're looking for... I'm looking for something like my AK and maybe a couple shotguns. That's probably a lot harder to find than you think. The shotguns, that you might be able to get from um, former Detective Weathers, but okay. fully automatic uh, rifles, that's going to be much harder to track down. Okay. Well, then uh, I definitely want to get like some shotguns for us, so that way we can also have that as an option. Sure. So, yeah, I'll basically try to acquire some some shotguns for ourselves. Wait. He's a is he is he retired? I forget. Is he retired detective or still active detective? Fired detective. Fired. Okay. Hmm. If he had any friends who could let us raid one of their evidence lockers where they keep guns, but never mind. Disgraced. This man was disgraced for obsessing over a teenager. That's why I yeah. thought he was a creep. Yeah, that's why you probably don't have much friends left. I mean, okay. the two aren't mutually exclusive. He is kind of a creep. He just happened to also be right. Yeah. Does he want to do this raid with us? No, he's been steering clear of you through all of this. Yeah. Have we researched any further on Garrett Weathers? I know he's a friendly, but like, do we have a psych profile on him? Not our job. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, we could have him on standby to be our car swap if we need one. Yeah, that's not a bad idea, actually. If he's willing, then sweet. I'm not even going to ask. I'm just going to tell him a time and a place to be. You know what? In this time, like in the time that it takes and all that stuff, can he... uh, Find and acquire a car that looks like ours? Define acquire. Again, the guy is a private investigator ex-detective. Like, he's probably not going to steal a car for you. No, not steal a car, but at least find one that's very identical to ours. Basically as a, like... So what I'm thinking is we can use him to find a vehicle that's very similar to the one that we have so that when things go sour, because they probably will, the police get a twofer if they show up. Not only do they have to worry about the rave and all that stuff, but they find the car that was suspicious of another house thing recently. So they're not looking for that car anymore. I would just keep it in a car swap, like not even try to make that whatever the heck. If anything, we have that two out there. It's a little overcomplicated. Okay. Because worst case scenario, we do have our getaway vehicle. It's armored. That's kind of important. And then oh, I know it- we would be leaving the the. We'd be leaving the the fake out car, the one that's not armored, there as like their evidence they can find. We're going to hang on to our car that's armored. The chances of finding a twenty year plus old minivan in Philadelphia is lowish too. Okay. Yeah. I figured I just was just throwing an idea out there, but okay, no, that's fine. I'll just work on the gun stuff. Right. Yeah. So it's a busy few days. We'll probably see this all takes place over the span of like say four days for the sake of argument this one you have time to go about stuff at a maybe not leisurely pace but a not totally frantic one does tranche ever get back to us in that point no she is not all right i'm almost gonna have to presume that tranche is burned i've um, never i've i mean like i know that she no nah, this is normal like this is normal okay. working for tranche behavior like again she very much expects you to just get it done okay as I said, she's not quite as um, nurturing as Pine was. Florence is just going to spend the, the days to text her updates, basically, then. Yeah. 
keeping her apprised to what we know. All right. So it's the night of the rave at this point. It, give me a luck check, someone. Luck check, you say? Yeah. 34 to 50 success. Let's go, baby. Yeah, so the rave is going well. Despite the kind of slap together approach to it and the relatively short time span you had to get up and running, people are showing up. It's definitely kind of doing its job, if you will. The uh, theme of um, light graffiti seems to be going over well. You have people showing up for it. It's definitely the loudest thing in the neighborhood. Good. So we can fully kind of play into this. How did the agents decide to dress for the occasion, if you will? Because I'm kind of picturing almost tactical gear with like Christmas ornaments on it or not Christmas, yeah. Christmas lights. Let me know if this counts. So what I did is there was this thing a while back and I'm referencing a TV show where the guy had LEDs built onto like some sunglasses. And so whenever any cameras like would focus on his face, they couldn't make out anything at all because it was just glaring light. I think it was on MacGyver. It was on MacGyver. That's where I saw it. So definitely going to have glasses that are LED that are bright enough basically to throw that off. I'm going to have some laser pointers on me as well. And then also obviously just, yeah, just going to wear fucking tack gear. Like, let's be honest. Yeah. Now you have that fancy tack gear you were given as part of the minivan. So yeah. Yeah. Foxtrot not totally getting it. This probably goes in like direct defiance of any raid you've ever done before. The fact you're making yourself arguably more visually apparent. Yeah. So that's, that's that's my look. And definitely all in, in as much black as possible. So yeah. kind of picturing like you've done like the full like tactical, like you've uh, smudged sticks your face, like you're on just matte black with just twinkle lights and the lighting of glasses you mentioned on like that. That, that feels yeah. like what we're playing with right now. And I have like some stuff on the body as well. So like I have some LEDs on like the oh, chest. Yeah, no, I'm just like, you you, you did yeah. drape your like I want to say almost like a picture you made a ghillie suit out of LED wire <laughs> or something, but that seems just a little too ridiculous. Yeah, then I'm looking like glowing grimace, and that's not my play. How does Florence dress for the rave? So Florence spent a while in college, and um, while she doesn't talk about it, she's been to a couple of parties. Oh? She's got some of those, like, big plastic sunglasses on that have, like, the the plastic bands that go over the eyes, but they're cut out, and she's got some of the LEDs, like, stuck onto those. And then on the tack helmet, she's got, like, the crown design of glow sticks that just sits over it and the tack gear just has like lights all over it and she even has some glitter on her face so if people like look they see like the glittery cheeks sure i mean she looks like she's been to a party like this before we don't really talk about how the fact that florence is the only one of you that's a under 30 and b has probably gone to a party of this type at an eight no that's probably fire source probably been to some she's definitely the youngest of the group yeah she definitely looks like she's been to a party like her before. Sure. Last but not least, Firestarter, what what do you wear to the festivities? So Firestarter, I don't know if anyone was watching him collect his look for tonight, but he's somehow acquired reflective spray paint and he's spray painted his good Nikes with it, as well as his mid-calf baseball socks so they become high-vis under light wait wait has firestarter sprayed himself down with the stuff you put in parking lots to make the parking line show up more effectively at night basically (laughs) no 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 no. just select items of his clothes because i haven't even gotten to the the daisy like the tactical pants that he's had get got cut into daisy dukes that you can see he is shirtless but wearing his 
Kevlar vest that is been customized with EL wire that can change colors. He's got some holsters uh, that he's also sprayed his guns with high viz. Around his neck is a chain with a dog tag, and he has somehow like customized or sewn in his tactical helmet with a leather pup hood that is also adorned with EL wire, so it kind of glows in the dark. I think you've managed to compromise the armor, so I'm bumping it down an armor rank for that. That's totally fine. Fashion over function, dude. Importantly, Florence does, on one of her, like, waist bags that they have on the tactical gear, does have her rock in one of those pouches. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. All right, so the building itself has been kind of pretty heavily plywooded up. Like, it's not easy to get access to. You gotta try and search around the perimeter to find an entrance. You gotta try and bust the plywood. Uh, what's the play? Did Foxtrot see a way, a good, an easier way in while sc- uh, scouting no, the he's, building? he's never actually seen someone leave the building. Okay. Well, when I scoped around it, did I at least see a door entryway, or was everything boarded up? That's just plywooded up, yeah. Everything's plywooded up? At least visually, yes. Okay. So then, I guess at this point, I'm going to try to pop off some of that plywood. Basically, the closest entrance to where our car is... Basically, the window or door area I want to pop the plywood off of. So, like, I don't want to do it on the opposite side of the building where our car is. Sure. Yeah, so you find that the plywood has been loosened some. It's pretty easy to remove. It's not, like, leaning up, but, yeah, you could easily push it out from the inside or pulling it off is pretty easy as well. Like, it's someone has come through and tampered with the plywood on this location so that it's removable with ease. Hold on. Did you say the plywood is on the outside of the building or put up from the inside? Okay, because you said push. I figured it was like boarded up from the inside, but okay. You can push from the inside out. Okay. Then, yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and try to pull off the plywood. Makes a sound going, but yeah, it comes off pretty easily. Like it's just a four by sheet of plywood screwed into some wood framing. And I figured with the the noise from the music and the the rave and everything, it hides, it masks the sound of us popping the plywood off pretty easy. It's why I'm not making your roll yet. Okay, perfect. All right. So yeah, I'll go ahead and pop off the uh, the plywood then. Think of this building as kind of having a more traditional building-looking chunk of it in a longer run. What was at one point a warehouse of some kind that was not converted, or maybe it was. You can't really tell from the outside, but you're entering into the side of the more kind of traditional apartment building or just normal building-looking part of it. And yep. yeah, so you find yourself looking out across the what at one point was probably the lobby or ground floor of this. You see signs, but it used to be mailboxes. There are staircases that kind of snake up in other apartments or what were apartments at one point, you'd guess. Where you're standing, you can't see much. You're just kind of in a in a rectangular room, if you will, that was kind of the entrance area to the building at one point in time. You can see what used to be doors to apartments that have been kind of either boarded up or just smashed into kind of just barren rooms on the other side. You can see that like there are windows that look out into what at one point was the kind of more large vacant space. You can't see well through them, though, from where you're standing. Mm. Okay. How difficult would it be for me to try to, well, at least from the initial interest area that I can see, is there anything that stands out? Can I do a quick like recon search and look inside like the general area of where I'm at? You see footprints in dust, but beyond that, there's not much. Give me a search now. All right. I will do a search. Uh, 96 out of 55 failure. Again, more proof someone definitely lives there and walks around there, but you're not seeing anything that pops out as super strange immediately. And like, it's dark inside. Like, you're just using your flashlights to see at this point. It's dark, okay. it's night, it's gloomy. There's no, again, there's no lights on here. 
Okay. Are there any cables by any chance? Not that you can see easily. Okay. Well, then I'm going to go ahead and I'll try to hop in through the entrance. But I'll stay very close to the entrance as soon as I get in. Florence is going to whisper, keep an eye out for booby traps. Yeah. So as soon as I get inside, I quickly immediately want to do an alertness check to see if there's anything that has changed or anything that stands out as soon as I've entered the area. You're not seeing anything obvious on this floor when you step into the building. Okay. So now that I've gotten in and nothing has gone off, uh, well, obviously, well, now that I'm in, do I have to do another search to see if there's anything different now that I've gotten inside? It's not going to change anything. Okay. All right. I'm going to signal to them. Looks pretty clear so far. If we're going to move in, we should move in together. We'll bravely take up the middle, as always. Yep. As we're moving through, I did bring some napalm with me, so I kind of want to set this up. But um, have you guys seen any of the uh, the eyes or any of the graffiti, like the eye graffitis? Not that I can see. Gotcha. Because I was going to say, like, I don't know if this is working or anything else of that. I don't know if I've experienced the heebie-jeebies so far, but I think we're kind of glowing in the dark. So hopefully this is a detriment to us rather than it being a aid. Well, considering we have the backup cover of it being like a rave outside, it looks like we're just a bunch of people straggling in for the time being. Brightness in the dark is hard to look at, so. Yeah. Well, I will have... By SMG, just kind of at the ready as I take up the rear. And I want to just make sure that I'm keeping high alert as we move about. Yeah, I've got my shotgun out. So since I acquired some of them. All right. Is there any other, like, because you mentioned we're on like a lobby floor thing. Does it look like yeah, there's, there's a an staircase? Area? Yeah, I was going to say, I'm going to head towards the staircase. All right. You go upstairs. I guess, like, yeah, the two kind of points of interest in the room where there are windows that look out into another space that's attached to the building and through our stairs. Okay. Do the dusty footprints lead to the stairs? They lead all over the place. Okay. okay. In formation, I'm going to move towards the stairs. All right. And when I get to the stairs, I, again, want to look, kind of look up to where they lead and do another, like, search or alertness to see if there's anything that stands out. Nah, nothing on the stairs. As you get to the top of the stairs, you step into what can only be described as an art house is maybe the way of thinking of it. Someone has taken a lot of time to paint certain spray paint and then paint again. Every surface on the second story, like the top stair is painted red. There's just kind of crazy, weird designs all over the wall. It's solidly painted, though, like it's layer upon layer of graffiti. The eye thing is all over the place. Mm -hmm. A bunch of the doors have been painted shut or not not painted, but kind of painted over the design goes over all of them. But one door is open, like it's been removed from its hinges open. Okay. Can we hear anything other than the rave? You mean alertness? All of us? Eh, just Florence. 34 to 61 success. It's strange, but you swear you hear the sound of a violin being tuned. On this floor? Coming from beyond the door that's been taken off its hinges. She's just going to hold up one finger and then like point through the door. Okay. Uh, so I nod and I start moving towards the uh, the door. And then, of course, as the I'm guessing this doorway is the one at the end of the hall of where wherever we're at. And we have doors on our sides that are closed up. Yeah. OK. And so as you're moving into the space, you can see looking up the uh, much of the third story has started to fall into the second story. Like those big gaps 
in the ceiling of the second story, kind of floor of the third story, if you will. You can see up in certain places where it goes all the way up to the sky, too. You can see out of the building in a couple instances. It's weird, though. Like, stepping into some of these holes, it feels, like, almost intentional in some ways. Like, maybe someone did some additional damage to line this up in some ways. Like, it's very easy to see the moon from wherever you're standing. Like, all these holes seem to almost be angled so that they're all looking at a focal point of some kind in the sky. Okay. Is there any unnatural check I could make for why this might be the case? Is this like... That's just weird. Okay, it's just weird. It's not like collapsing of the roof isn't like the... So that if you were seeing the roof from an eagle-eye view, that it would be a the this squid symbol? No, nah, it's not that at detail. Okay. Okay. okay, no flying debris, like floating in the sky? Nope, just... <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, no, nothing that strange. Just the moon. <laughs> just the moon. Okay. All right. Uh, well, I keep making my way in formation towards the uh, that open the door that's basically been popped off the hinges. Yeah. So kind of looking into the room beyond that vacant doorway, you see what appears to be some type of living space. It's definitely an artist space. It's kind of one big lofty setup. There's a bed setup of some kind. There's a makeshift kind of camping kitchen. There's just tons of DJing equipment and you start seeing the ever-so-familiar cables at this point. They're just kind of all over the walls. It's almost like carpet of it. But more importantly, the end of this room, kind of the, the back wall where it should be, it's not there. It drops off into what's the rest of the building, if you will. Like, it's it opens up into the big kind of vacuous space. That's the other quarter of the building, like okay. the larger storage facility or a warehouse of some kind. And there's nothing we can see in that area? Like- not from the angle you're at. Okay. Does it look like the way his DJ's setup is like set that it's meant for the crowd to be on the floor below where the opening is. This is more just equipment stacks. Like it's not anything set up. It's more okay. just stuff. It's all the yeah. equipment you would need to throw a rave hypothetically or extras, uh, if you will. Just kind of like holding my, my hand out, my elder signed hand out away from the, the gun. Am I feeling any heat when I wave it around the, the cables here? Probably a tingle, like this is a live space, definitely. One might say it feels electric. But nothing nothing like immense like the no. house. Okay. Something like an electric feel. And it the building doesn't react. No. Okay. She's gonna hold up her elder signed hand to the people and just hold her like index and uh thumb finger, like the little bit, you know, the little bit sign. Mm. I guess we're already at the entrance. Or we're already, are we already inside or are we at the entrance? I don't know if he specified. I assume you were kind of a little bit in, but not much, okay. like you were kind of at the threshold. Okay, so I can clearly see the cables. I don't have to do a search to see the cables, correct? It's kind of hard to miss them. There's that many cables. Like, this okay. is more cables than you've seen ever before. Okay. So give me an alert to sex as you're looking at the cables. All right. 44 critical out of 73. They're oh, yeah. not doing their blinking thing. They're just cables. Do they lead to a specific central point in the room? Not that you can see, but yeah, these are much more, what's the right phrase, managed, if you will. They're not as random. They're almost like, I'm not going to say they're like professionally laid, but there's a lot more care in these cables placements than you've seen previously. Our boy has cable management. Right? His room may be a mess, but that cable management? Chef's kiss. Yeah, he's lost his mind, but not that much. As Firestarter is kind of looking around, he's going to dig through his backpack and grab the bomb that he happens to have. 
and he's going to mime whether or not like he should throw some around or start setting some up in this room, especially with his cables. Also, clarification, we pass by one of the um, one of the eye graffiti marks, correct? Yeah, it's all over the inside of this floor. The floors, the ceiling, the walls, the everything are just one giant mural of various shapes and designs. And it's the eye every once in a while, too. Do I feel seen? Oh, yeah, definitely. By the eyes? Yeah. We feel seen like we have before or just like seen like they can just tell we're there because the LEDs are having some kind of effect. You do not have the context for me to answer that question. Okay. Well, I was just wondering if it's the same exact vibe as when we first saw, like, had the the, the eye looking at us kind of thing. Again, you feel seen. I'm going to go back okay. with that. Like, it's okay. something is noticing you. Okay, gotcha. Well, I want to start searching around some more into this room. I mean, obviously the cables are not being on, but I want to kind of try to see if I can follow the cable management to wherever the central point leads. Yeah, so all the cables eventually lead kind of down off the drop at the end of the room. So I basically, uh, similar to what Florence was doing, I'm going to like say like point towards the end of the wall area and not say anything and just kind of like, you know, like, hey, this way and then move towards the edge of that drop off. All right. So you're looking over the edge. I'm going to regret this, but yeah. All right. So you're shining your flashlight down over the edge. And what you see down below is based on what you've seen with these cables so far, absolutely horrifying. So the entire kind of floor of this warehouse space is gone. What's there is a pool of inky blackness that's actually the slow churn of thousands, maybe millions of individual black cables all kind of writhing against each other in the dark. It looks like almost a lake slowly rippling across itself, but occasionally you'll kind of see it's an unnatural rise happen of some kind. Give me a sand check. Oh, fuck. 80 out of 29 failure. All right, that's 1d6 sand damage. All right, four. And I'm going to unload that off onto Florence. Understandable. Three. So I only take one sand damage. Everyone who's not Agent Foxtrot, give me an alertness check. 18 out of 61 success. 62 out of 51%. All right, so only Florence sees the massive cables slowly drape itself down from the ceiling and slowly wind itself into the shape of a human, then with a kind of faint snapping sound. It is a human. Kind of it's standing behind Foxtrot there. Kind of walks up behind him and just goes, marvelous, isn't it? Give me a dodge. Oh, boy. 18 out of 50 success. Oh All right, so Foxtrot dodges just ever so nimbly out of the way as this figure just tries to kind of carelessly push him off the ledge down to the cables below. The figure kind of slowly turns to look at all of you, and he goes, I see you found my rave. I'm so glad you chose to dress for the event. Well, sorry to be a narc, but party's fucking over, bitch. He kind of nods at this, and he's like, yes, the party is over. But my performance has only just begun. And without any gestures, the lights just blast on in the space. You're suddenly hit with just this mess of randomly high-powered various lights just from every possible angle. The cables light up as they normally typically do. The place just comes alive with a slowly building sound of some kind. 
Florence recognizes to be a violin slowly kind of playing out an opening tune of some kind. And this cable person just kind of stands there and goes, I've been expecting you. You will go no further. You will not interfere with his work. It's far too important for agents like you to make it past this. This will be your last performance, if you will, your last dance. Come, agents. Let me show you my music. What's everyone doing? Well, I have to recover, right? Otherwise, yep. I'm taking a shot at this fucking guy. You're going to try and shoot him? Hell yeah. All right. I'm going to shoot him with my shotgun. Not so simply done, because it's a shotgun. All right. Um. Yeah, give me a negative 40 on that one. Negative 40? Oh. Yep. Critical! Let's okay. go! 33 out of 81 minus 40. So let's go. All right. Do I roll the damage now? Yeah. Ooh, 24. Yeah. So you blast him away and then kind of about eight feet away. He just kind of regrows from the cable. Well, shit. Well, you have the bullets. We elder shot. That's what we need. Hey, well, I mean, that's technically my turn now, so I can't yep. go again. Yeah. I'm trying to think right now. Do I see his um, DJ set or DJ equipment? You can't tell where his setup is. Like, if you had to guess, he is the setup. Shit. Okay. All the extras and accoutrements and everything else like that, I couldn't know the shit. I'm going to light this napalm that I still have out, and I want to see if I could do it. Uh, I don't want to look around to see if I can find like, a central location to throw this at. Because if I, I'm trying to think, like, if I throw this down into, like, the cables and stuff like that, it's just going to end up getting eaten away, and it's not going to do very much. So, but, like, I'm trying to find, like, a central equipment. As a at least fireman, just, like, you would right. also know rubber burns like a motherfucker. This is rubber cables, correct? Cable. Most cables rubber on the outside. Rubber burns like a motherfucker? Plastic and rubber burn. Oh, yeah, because, uh, okay, cool. Well, tire fires. Yep. Well... This may or may not be a stupid idea, but I want to light my homemade napalm and just throw it into the sea of cables. Which one? The one that you're standing on or the one kind of in the pit below? Into the pit below. All right. If we're throwing it on the, the one that we're standing on, that means we are now in a set of fire. This can at least climb or this can at least do its damage off to the side. Sure. Cool. Yeah, give me athletics check. 62% failure. Oh. I the good news is napalm, so if it lands, it catches on fire. The bad news is it does not make it over the edge. You like hit the ceiling and it drops or something. So now the area you're standing in is on fire, and the extra light from the fire kind of starts to cut through the various neon shades that are being blasted at you that are throwing you off some. And the kind of cable person, like they look human right now, and they look kind of like the people you ran into at the Reese Residence. They're emaciated, they're very skinny, they're dressed as one would imagine a underground rave DJ might be dressed, and they're kind of looking at you just kind of like, it's a mix of sneer and, God, that's gonna make a mess. So in relation like, to where he is, is he is he like off to the side? Where Where is he now? He's off to the side of where he was. Like, he didn't really move that much, and again, I will say he regrew from the cables. Uh, yeah, so would he be close to the edge? Because technically he tried to push me off it. He was. He moved since you shot him. Like the, oh, he, okay. he regrew after you blew apart the stuff that was him then. So is he not in the way of the door? Oh, yeah, no. Nowhere near the door. I'm going to take the aim action, but I'm going to move the few meters I can, sidestepping towards the door, like carefully sure. with my steps. 
So he's kind of looking at all of you do this. And he's got kind of just almost like lazily kind of bend his arm back. All right, everyone give me a dodge check. 71 out of 33 fail. I'm an old man. Why do you keep doing this to me? <laughs> we all failed. All right, so you're all hit for eight points of damage. It's just his arm extends into a large cable-like whip that just whips across the space at all of you. That's before or after the subtraction of the armor? Ah, uh, before. Okay, so you took, I said you took eight, right? And the yep. armor that we have is minus five? Yep. Okay. Except me. <laughs> oh, I was making no. a joke earlier. You're fine still. This guy hits. <laughs> oh, wait, no. Can I, can I save that one point? Yes. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Any little thing will help. So I take three points of damage then, right? That's three. I'm yep. horrible at basic math right now. Okay. Unless you have a Kevlar helmet, then... Well, technically, I do have a Kevlar helmet because I put on the full suit. Yeah, so that's actually armor six, then. Okay. Yeah, because I even mentioned I put the, the the baseball brim on my fucking tactical helmet. I forgot about that. Yeah. Love it. All right, so Foxtrot, you're up first. All right. I'm going to take a shot with the Elder Shot this time at center mass, basically. Or, yeah, just basically take an Elder Shot run. All right. Okay, yep. And that's with the handgun. So do I have any negative modifiers this time, or is it? Yeah, it's minus 20 now. Minus 20? Okay. 19 out of 61 success. 61 being the 81 minus 20. So the shot should have hit him, but kind of he, like, opens up around the bullet and it passes through him. Okay. This kind of looks at you bored again, like it's like, really? Fire starter. So the fire that I produced started cutting through the neon lights that was... Yeah, it's counteracting the strobe effect. Like, it's no longer as disorienting. Okay, cool. It's no longer as disorienting. Shit. I'm going to try one more time to uh, light the napalm that I have, then throw it in hit. All right. That's another athletics check, or... Yep. All right. 25 out of 62% success. Yeah, this one successfully sails over the edge into the pit below. This stranger definitely seems a little more upset about that, but he kind of looks at it, sighs, and starts kind of walking towards you slowly in response to this. Lawrence. I'm going to SMG him. Do I have a penalty for the SMG? You still have minus 20 because the fire isn't spread enough yet, but it's getting there. Solid. All right, well, um, that's going to even out because I aimed last round, so let's give it a go. 59% out of 32, fail. Yeah, shots go wide. It's it's hard to see here still. Good thing that wasn't a fumble. All right, so kind of he's walking towards Firestarter. He kind of suddenly just lunges at you, and by lunge, I mean, like, he almost seems to, like, flow at you, like his essence kind of, like, the top of him starts to, like, almost, like, leaps at you as his feet stay connected to the ground. You see him kind of return to being weirdly cable-ish for a second and that hits i'm picturing venom a la marvel versus capcom yeah so you take seven damage as he just kind of like flows against you with the weight of just hundreds of pounds of cable fucking oof okay everyone or just fire just him as fire starter okay don't forget to subtract your armor no i did because otherwise i would not be as as standing still (laughs) still. that's fair Mad about your little cables? We're trying to boogie right now. What the fuck's up, uh, Essence Muncher? Stupid ass name. I have laughs. You. Oh, so you have heard of me? I heard about you incidentally. Not even a big name enough to actually get out there. Kind of shrugs at this. 
And yet here you are, my fame precedes me. Whatever you're doing, he doesn't like it. So keep doing it. Setting fires is my favorite. Don't call me a fireman for nothing. And so we're back to Foxtrot's turn. I don't have anything incendiary on me, do I? You could just Elder Shot into the mass below. Oh, true. Yeah, fuck it. I'll Elder Shot into the mass below. That's easy enough to do. Rule 1d4 for the willpower. Uh, one. You see the shot hit the mass of cables, and maybe you see Essence Muncher kind of twinge for a split second there, but I would compare this in your mind to trying to kill an elephant with a BB gun. It's just too big to do this way. All right, Firestarter, you're up. Okay, so he's connected to a set of cables in the ceiling, or? No, he's not. He is kind of freewheeling right now, but. You have seen him grow out of the cables in the ceiling, and you've also seen him grow out of the cables in the floor. Okay. How much is the fire spread at this point in time? It's negated the strobe effect. It's you're capable of shooting normal at this point. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I want to start shooting at the cables on the floor. Like, the floor is absolutely covered in cables, or? Yeah. Okay, screw it. I'm going to start firing my SMG at him. All right. And you're close enough. You get a plus 20 at this point, because he kind of is at you. Let's go, baby. How the fuck? How the actual fuck <laughs> did I fumble that? Yeah, so you pull your gun up and it just kind of clicks into a jam as you just kind of stare wide-eyed in horror at this thing as your gun just doesn't work. How did, wow. how did, I, how did I fumble a 99% out of a 90? I was... I can't... I'm leaving. <laughs> the, the ghost of Father Faustus lives among the team. You started being nice, so you started getting Father Faustus's roles. <laughs> Lawrence? I'm aiming. All right. I'm trying to, like, wheel myself to angle so that if I shoot at this thing, fire starter isn't, like, you know, so I'm not positioned, like, on the other side where bullets would pass through into fire sure. starter. Yeah. All right. So, fire starter, I've got good and bad news for you. So, he's kind of standing there mocking your gun at this point. He kind of starts doing that weird unraveling thing you've seen a couple of these do so far and just kind of that goes up and then kind of comes crashing down on you. Give me an alertness check. Sweet. 84% out of 51 failure. Something is there and you missed it, but it something was there. Also, everyone give me a sand check because we haven't done one of those yet for this monster. 96 out of 65 fail. 29 out of 29 on the dot. Hell success. yeah. Hell yeah. 75 out of 28 failure. All right. So if you succeed, zero sand damage. If you fail, 1d6 is kind of you're realizing what's going on. Like this is an apex of one of the strange cable creatures that you've come across a few times. Yeah, this is bad. Like this is the most cable and put together of these things you've come across so far. I rolled three. I would like to offset some of that on, or basically, yeah, offset onto Lawrence. All right. Roll a five, and I'm offsetting two onto John. No one's going to be talking to anyone by the end of this operation. It's fine. I still have a bond with John. At least Uh, I do. So I rolled a four, but I only need to negate three. Does that mean I can remove three, or I have to remove the full four? You have to remove the full four from your willpower. Only offload that number of sanity, though. Like, you still lose the full willpower. He's just like, can you hit a fucking shot, Florence, please? All right, I'm still bonded with Dr. Florence here, so. Imagine after this, we're all going to get a little bit bonded again, to be honest. Probably. All right, so it comes crashing down on you with all of its weight for 
11 points of damage. Oh. Okay, I'm not doing great, but I'm still alive. Let's go. As the cables kind of slough off of me, or whatever the heck, it's like, he's got a core. There's something there. I didn't see it, but there's something there. Yeah, Florence, give me an intelligence check on this one, because I think you had the best view of the last time you fought something like this. Yes! 47 out of 85% success. Yeah, so you've seen Tranche kill one of these things before. Where are we aiming? You have to find the core. All right. Or more, you have to expose the core. Does Florence still have an action, or was the, that yeah, identified? Yeah, she something still. Okay. Florence is, is just going to yell, just unload on it. Unloading on it with an SMG, you're probably going to hit it. Is my line of si- my line of fire broken away from passing through into Firestarter? It's fine. <laughs> well, so in this case, Firestarter has been kind of knocked to the ground, and this guy's like not quite standing on, but kind of reforming himself, standing next to him, slash a little bit on top of him. Like it came directly down on top of Firestarter, so right. he's safe-ish. I'm gonna take the shot. All right. Uh, 75 out of modified 52 fail. Yeah, shots go wide. Tense situation. And I really wish I had my holographic sight on this rather than my pistol. <laughs> so I am going to full on, full auto SMG on it and spray as much as possible. 15 out of 81 success. All right. So roll lethality. Roll lethality. Oh, what? Oh, what did I do? Read off what happened. Death. Do I die? No, you got the lethality. You you succeed on the lethality. Oh, <laughs> all right. Fuck it. Lethality. I, yeah, I unload on it and I guess I hit the core. You got five out of 10 lethality. Okay. So you're hitting the same spot a lot. You managed to get a nice kind of tight focus on it and you just kind of ripped big chunks of it off. Like the difference between this and the shotgun was the shotgun is small BBs. This is large fully automatic rounds just ripping into this thing as you fire into it and eventually kind of it wilts over on itself some like part of it falls onto fire starter as well as part of all this kind of nastiness but yeah so like you saw back in atlanta you kind of see what looks like a seed of some kind it's almost like a pulsing black heart at the center of all of this right do that mean i get to shoot at that no no you've you've done your turn you've exposed it though Question. Yes. Is my underslung shotgun jammed or just my SMG? Just the SMG. I want to fire my underslung shotgun. All right. You get plus 20 on that even because you are point blank range with a shotgun. Hell yeah. As Firestar kind of wipes off some of the cables off of his face, he raises his SMG one more time and pulls the second trigger. And all you hear is fire in the hole. 47 out of a modified 90% success. All right, let's see the 2d10. Nine damage. All right, so your shot is just point blank range with this thing. Like you're kind of like it's inches away from it. So most of the shot goes into it and the shot hits this kind of weird organic orb heart-like thing amongst all the cables. And What feels like maybe hours pass, but it's probably maybe only a fraction of a second passes before this thing just kind of erupts into a black goo that just kind of rains down on you trapped amongst the cables. At the same time, all of the cables start slowly, but very obviously flowing downhill into the pit. 
dragging the fire and kind of anything that's anchored down and not capable of moving itself with them. Am I being dragged with it? Okay. That's, but I, uh, my turn's done and I yeah. need to get out. Okay. Well, so we're out of combat now. Like, so now it's what's everyone doing? Like, you obviously can see the cables running, we'll, we'll say, kind of almost flowing downhill into the pit. And I will say that kind of, if you were to look over that, you'd see that they're not collecting, they're disappearing down into the depths. Okay. Is this heart thing still like, well, is this, is this guy still alive? Probably not. Like, it exploded into kind of a black shower of goo that just rained down on Firestarter. The tone in the room has changed where it was kind of this obnoxious rave of some kind. Now it's just slowly filling with smoke and fire and lights are gone. The music is gone. It's just the distractions are gone. You just feel the kind of shifting ground pulling you towards kind of the edge of the cliff and dragging you down to the pit, hypothetically. Like it's just, it's almost like something's pulling itself in or out. Are we all getting pulled in or just uh You're fire standing starter? on the ground, so you're moving. It's kind of like standing in a river. There's a current to it. Okay. Well, I'm going to gun it towards Firestarter to try to get him. Well, is, is he still under the rubble? Or uh, kind of-ish? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I'm going to run towards him and try to basically get him up so we can run out of there. All right. So I run. That's what I was going to. Uh, perfect. 82 out of 59 failure. It's really hard running across this stuff. Like, it's shifting. It's almost like trying to run across the surface of a slowly moving lake that's been frozen over. Like, it's not easy terrain. Florence, what do you do? I had moved closer to the door. Am I able to just grab onto something? Yeah. Give me dexterity to kind of, like, try and dive for the door frame. Rather than dive, can I just move, like, more deliberately? Yeah. I know that it's like, I'm not going to be able to do anything else, but she's like, she knows that she's not the most dexterous person, so she's more more trying to make sure she has her footing as she's moving. Yeah, give me a strength for that. Sure. Uh, 96 out of 50 fail. Uh, you slowly move towards the pit as well. Again, it's not, it, it's hard being deliberate here, I guess, is the way of thinking of it. I got Again, you. Like the, the, the floor is moving. Like, it is slowly pulling you, not slowly at this point. It's almost like being on a conveyor belt. Firestarter, you're on a pile of cable. You just got rained down on by black goop stuff. What are you doing? Did I see Florence being pulled and whatnot? Nah, I think of yourself as probably blinded for a second or two. Like you, you feel the ground being pulled, though. I can feel where the ground is, correct? Yeah. Awesome. I'm grabbing my knife and I'm going to try to stab into the ground to give myself an anchor. All right. You do that. The kind of weight of the cables pulling at you though is a lot like you're pretty confident your knife's not gonna survive this for very long gotcha can i at least use that as a means of propping myself up above the cables yeah give me a strength check to see if you kind of pull yourself above the surface of it 47 out of 70 percent success yeah you managed to pull it off like maybe you get even like a couple of your toes down to kind of push yourself up some again like the the cables are flowing they're actually in some ways helping you pull this off in some weird ways mm-hmm as I kind of pop up from under the bed of the cables, I you just hear like a loud gasp, like I'm just kind of popping out from under the water. It's like, whoo, that was hot. Okay, let's get out of here. Since I see that he's like getting himself up, I'm going to make myself move towards the door. So yep. I'm going to intently move towards the door. All right, athletics. 84 out of 59 failure. You don't quite make it. You get about halfway there. Okay. Lawrence, what are you doing? Just running at this point? 
tell me how this would work. If I were to like just wheel around and shotgun the ground in front of me, would that sever these cables or no. render them inert? No, I'm just yeah, I'm just moving still. All right. Can I yell out? Is yelling is a reaction, right? Yeah. I yell out to Florence. Florence, use your hand. Oh, that's a good idea. As she's like moving, she'll like I guess she'll like use the the cables as like a pulley basically to to help her keep her balance. Nope, not the regular hand, the elder hand. Yeah, I mean, she's got to use both. So she'll see if she can, like, burn them away, I guess, as she's walking forward. The cables aren't reactive to the elder sign anymore. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, then I'm just going to keep moving. All right, fire starter. I'm going to get up. I'm going to try my best to get on out of here, or attempt to get up. Give me athletics. 33% critical, baby. All right, get yourself up, and you take off running. like. So I'll give you an option. Do you want to try and, like, grab Florence as you're running through here because you are a fireman, or do you just want to make it to the door at this point? I'm down to assist Florence with her failures by kind of um, grabbing her and picking her up because I know that she's got a limp, and this must be difficult. Very. Yeah, so you and Florence make it out of this room onto safer ground. Boxtrap, that leaves you inside the room. What do you do? Well, since I made it halfway... I want to try to go for the rest of the way. All right, athletics. Can I do dexterity? You're running at this point. You're not so much dodging. Okay. 92 out of 59 failure. So you do successfully make it, but you are woefully out of breath at the end of this. Like, it is it is a struggle as you get there. Like, the cables were definitely moving faster and faster, and you get there, but barely. Like, it's not a great exit, though, by any measure. Lawrence, give me an alertness check, because you're not one of the one people running right now. 91% failure. Nah, you can't really hear anything over the sound of Foxtrot kind of just huffing and wheezing after having run across all the cables. Lawrence is going to take out her iPod and turn that song on and just kind of slip it into one of her pouches and say, let's go. Sure. Firestarter, give me a alertness check at plus 20. 91% out of a modified 71% failure. Your fireman instincts are kicking in, but you can't quite tell why. Sums up. We probably should we should probably get out of the building that we threw Napalm all in. No, it's something's about to happen. Shit. Shit. Napalm foundations. Brick building. This is bad news. We gotta get out of here now. Do we oh shit, is there a window? Can we get through like the how how far up are we? On the second story, it's like twenty feet. How far is the, the, like, door we came in from? Not far. You're on the second store where you came in. Like, you're in that kind of artsy space prior to the cables. So we could get there very quickly. Yeah, if you're trying to get downstairs. What are the stairs made of? Wood. Hmm. I mean, Florence is not leading the way. She'll say we need to get out of here, too. There's napalm, first floor, lots of cables. I, guys, we got to get through the window. Then we need to get the fuck out of here. Let's go. That's, uh, <sighs> Lawrence will use the butt of her SMG to bust out the window then. All right. And then, like, use it to scrape away the glass. Yeah, you do that. Again, there's something just nagging at fire stress in time. You can't quite have his finger on it. Can I roll again? Like, can I take, like, a minute to nah, think about busy, it? You're busy doing something. If you want to do an intelligence check, you can, but... Okay. Intelligence check, then? Yep. 89% at a 55% failure. Nah, there's something wrong. You're just not putting your finger on it. Like, there's something bad happening, and you're not quite sure what. Since I'm guessing I'm still out of breath right now, right? Yeah, so you're going to bust out the window, though? 
Well, since they're busting the window, is hmm, is it possible to help bust out the window but also catch my breath? Yeah, it's the thing you can kind of do at the same time. Like you're, you're still the out of breath will come in in a minute. Okay. Well, then, uh, yeah, I will go ahead and catch my breath and kind of mainly focus on catching my breath, but help out with trying to bust out the window. Yeah. All right. So who's going out first? Instead of alertness, can I roll demolitions? Yeah, you can. Oh, boy. Cool. Is it at that plus 20 because of firefighter or? No, because we're rolling demolitions for it. Okay. 67 out of 70 percent success. The building is caving in. Guys, we need to get it, whether or not we jump or anything else like that building is collapsing. We need to I didn't say collapsing or caving in. We need to get out of here like it's being drawn into that pit. Oh, fuck. (laughs) So we should just run. We have a set of stairs. How far are we? We need to go. We need to go. Let's get the fuck out of here. Let's go. All right. All right. Athletics checks around. Foxtrot, you're at a negative 20 for this. Yep. Even though I try to catch my breath? From earlier? Yeah. Okay. Only negative 20, not negative 40. Oh, shit, you're right. Okay. 64 out of 40 fail. 95% out of 64% failure, or 62% failure. Why? 47 out of 59 minus 20 failure. All right, so you guys make it about halfway down the stairs, and then you just kind of suddenly start feeling the entire space go sideways on you. It's not quite sideways 90 degrees, but you're easily at like 30 degrees potentially. Stairs you're standing on are slowly becoming the left wall as the space just kind of still continues to cave in towards the pit. Everyone give me athletics check. That's a minus 20 again or no? Yep. 94% out of 62% failure. Why, 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 why? 53 out of 40% failure. 37 out of 59 minus 20 success. All right. Foxtrot, you make it to the ground floor and you have managed to make it outside. And looking back, you do see this building is slowly but surely kind of just almost unnaturally bending in on itself. Like something is pulling it into the pit with it. Give me a sand check. All right. 14 out of 28 success. All right. No sand damage for that. Inside, though, Firestarter, Lawrence, what's the athletics check? Ooh. Charlie, if we were to cut away some of our equipment, would that make this easier? You're going to have to stop to do that. Uh, you know what? I'm going to pray to my holy rock to help me out here. I don't... I'm not the athletic person. I don't think that I'm... I'm going to try still, but she's going to, like, grab onto the pouch that the rock is in and say, if you've got anything, you do it now or we're fucked. 78 out of 44. This is so ridiculous. This has been all high 90s on these 62s. All right, so you guys are thrown to the inside of the floor. This is the kind of building that's pulled in on itself more. Looking around, there's not a lot of space left. This is probably going to be the last chance you have to get out of there. Give me an athletics check, both of you, at plus 20. It's just kind of the adrenaline kicks in as you just kind of feel the ground below. You start to slip towards the pit as well. I do anything to help since... I mean, you can go back inside if you want. Oh. You're in tack gear. There's probably some kind kind of like cord or rope on it you could throw to us. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, then I will go ahead and... Yeah, so what I'll do is I'll try to basically, I don't know if, is it kind of weird to, like, say I have rope on me, even though we did never mention it before? It feels kind of weird. It's kind of in the hand wave of Delta Green, so you can have rope if you want. Yeah, it probably wouldn't be rope, but it's probably, like, some kind of long cord or something, yeah. like, that would come okay. with pack gear. 
All right. Well, I'm going to fasten the cord uh, on somewhere stable around me. Is there anything I can latch it to? Do you want to take time to look for it? You just want to try and hold on to it yourself. I just want to try to hold on to it myself and see if I can get close enough to kind of extend my hand out to help, but not get in the house, obviously. I thought you were going to throw the rope into them. Oh, that's right. That makes a better sense. Okay, yeah. I will throw the fucking cord or rope thing in their direction. All right. That's right. Give me athletics plus 20. Uh, 30 out of uh, 59 plus 20. Success. Yeah, so the rope kind of lands at roughly where Florence and Firestarter are kind of just slumped on the floor. All right, you two, give me some athletics checks at plus 40 because the rope's there. 21 out of modified 80 success. 72 out of modified 102% success. <laughs> oh, that's great. All right, so you both kind of grab onto the rope and maybe using it to stabilize yourself, maybe it just gives you a clear path. You half crawl, half just stumble out of the door, kind of knocking Foxtrot over as part of the process as the floor you were standing on just kind of gives in and the basement of this building is revealed to just be this mass of cables that are slowly kind of ever so gradually kind of draining in upon themselves. Like the building, parts of the outside of the building remain, but the majority of the rest of the building is kind of collapsed directly down. It's slowly sinking into the kind of writhing mass of cables, which almost seem hungry. Like they're pulling chunks of reality in with them. It doesn't take long for all the building pieces to disappear. And then slowly you kind of see the cables disappear into the dark and, after, again, what feels like hours, but was probably only a few minutes, you're left looking at a a very normal, old, but normal concrete basement with a few remaining walls and other items around the area. Everyone give me a sand check. Are you fucking kidding? 32 out of 62 success. 61 out of 28 failure. All right, if you pass, one sand damage. If you fail, 1d4 sand damage, because you just saw something absolutely impossible. I'm just going to eat that sand damage. I'm going to pass it off to my girlfriend. I'm going to... Actually, no, I'm going to save my willpower. I'll just eat the two. Now that we're out here, like, on the ground, huffing and puffing, and realizing how close we were to being consumed by cables, I think Florence is going to just, like, hug these two and say, ah, we did it. I'm going to look completely bewildered at the fact that Florence gave us a hug, but I'll, like, hug it back eventually. Yeah, there's definitely a look of bewilderment, but it's also like a confused hug that I do anyway. I'm going to uh, reach into one of my tactical pouches and pull out my flask, and it's like my hand is absolutely shaking. I'm just going to lean into this hug like supporting my body and then drink out of the flask as well, just <laughs> silently. No, as you're going for the flask, she's like, she like puts her hands up. She says, no, 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 no. You've lost a lot of blood. Not, not yet. Not yet. Oh, soon, soon. I promise. Just not yet. Okay, fine. Doctor's orders. Let's get the fuck out of here. All right. And as I'm leaving, I'm going to let my intermittent explosive disorder kick in for a second. And the other grenade I had stashed on me, I'm going to chuck that shit into the basement as if we're leaving. <laughs> Fair enough. Do I need to roll anything? Nah, it's just throwing it's a, it's throwing a grenade into an empty basement. Okay, and I'm also just gonna yell "fuck this place" as we're leaving. Does it still feel like we're being watched by the eyes as we're leaving? Oh yeah, even more so now. Think of it as more you've piqued an interest. 
That silence was very uncomforting, clearly. <laughs> I want you to know that. Back to home base. All right, yeah, we'll head back to home base, I guess. All right. Uh, guys, wait. I'm covered black slime. I don't know what it is, but it came from the cables. I need someone to hose me down. Um, Maybe there's a super soaker in the rave, and they'll spray you down. I don't know. I mean, I don't really know if there's like a, a hose nearby we can use. Shower might be the best bet, honestly. Yeah, let's just put a tarp down on the driver's seat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hey, in the back of the van, were there any like towels? Can we like wipe him off? Towels? No. Tarps, probably. Okay. All right. Well, then, yeah, we'll just set tarps where he's at and we'll head back to base. He's definitely not driving because he's covered in whatever this is. So I'll drive. I'm going to also wrap one of those highly reflective foil blankets around myself as I just don't know what exactly is on me. Trauma blankets? Yes, the trauma blankets. Oh. On the way back, in the back of the car, Florence is going to tune into the police scanner to see if there's any calls. Oh, yeah, there's definitely reports of a strange building collapse. But nothing about us. Nothing about you specifically, no. (laughs) 